Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Queers of Time podcast. I'm Matt. I'm James. I'm Kenny. And I'm Kat. And this is a podcast to talk about all the gay stuff in the Wheel of Time. Because we're gay and we like the Wheel of Time. Thank you so much to our feral venerator of Soiree Lurks. She is amazing and we love her. In this episode, we're going to be discussing what is currently the last episode of the Origins of the Wheel of Time animated series on Amazon Prime, An Ogier's Longing. This short gives us a bit of history into the Ogier as a people and dives into their creation. Except not really. Um, It just goes into the breaking of the world and stuff. And yeah, cool. So... I think it's the first time I'm realizing that it's Ogier and not Ogier. <laughs> okay, thank you. I was just about to say, like, I come from Louisiana <laughs> where we Frenchify a bunch of words and pronunciations. So I was like, oh, it's Ogier. Um, and I am also just now learning that it's... Ogier. Yes. So you're not alone to me. I'm pretty sure I knew that at some point, but uh, while preparing for that episode, I just forgot how it's supposed to be pronounced in English. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's Ogier, like yeah. Ogre. Yes, but you can see why one would think Ogier. So when I was watching the episode, I was reminded of, like, so Robert Jordan is Southern, and I sort of wonder if, like, the longing is, it reminds me of how Southerners are known for being very ground down in our roots. Like, we don't like moving. If we move, most of us never move more than an hour from our hometown. Uh, even if we like explore the world, like we're very we're very centered on staying where we grew up, and we get homesick a lot. And I know that's not like unique to Southerners, but it just it feels like the way that Jordan handled the longing feels like a Southerner wrote it. If that makes sense, maybe it's also something he experienced because he was away for a long time, like when he was during the war. So maybe it's also uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I used to miss home. And then 2016 happened, and I don't miss it so much anymore. I do. I mean, one of the things... So the the short is... It's interestingly structured, because it talks... In the beginning, it talks a little bit about how the breaking of the world happened, um, and they lost all of their settings and stuff, and they had to find them, and many of them died. It doesn't talk about the ways at all, which I guess makes sense, because the ways are not in settings in the show that we as far as we know um but i don't know it feels it was very it was a very lovely episode but it feels a little odd if that makes any kind of sense whatsoever yeah i see what you're saying i don't know it didn't make sense to me even though i knew all of the things um it just seems like a very random here's a bit of lore i guess it's i don't know i I guess it could be a bit of Law to understand the impact of loyal being away from home, maybe. Right. But even that, we don't really mention it in the show yet. I mean, it's barely mentioned in the books. Like we hear, we do, he- we we are more aware of the longing in the books, obviously. Yeah. But loyal doesn't like ever get close to succumbing to the longing. No. No, but it does feel it a little bit 
uh, he does feel it, and it's it's mostly his family that seems worried about that. Right. Um. No, I get it, and I think this. I'm trying to figure out like if this ogier is just a random ogier that is telling the story, or if it's. I think it's just it has to be a random ogier. I don't think it's going to be. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Loyal or anybody? No, I hovered over the Amazon thing when it was playing, and it's some random white dude narrating. Yes. So it's not loyal. Rupert Degas. I don't know who that is. The only Rupert I know is Rupert Grant. That's because he's a ginger. Okay. Okay, but um, yeah, like it's obviously not the voice of Loyal anyway, so. Uh, no. No, it's not. It's still a nice ogier voice. I really like that they're going into like the those deep, slow voice that feels very, I don't know, grounding and warm. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's very like you could listen to it and just be happy and fall asleep to it. Yeah. I definitely got like elf vibes um, from the artwork itself um, because they weren't as, I guess, they weren't as burly and scary looking as I pictured them in the books. Um, and the way that, and the setting is just like, it's more green than I pictured it in my head. That's because we don't get a lot of descriptions of the setting in the games. I mean, in the books. Um, so, I mean, it was, again, most of what I have to say about the episode is that I thought the artwork was very pretty and I enjoyed looking at it. I mean, so we do, we, you're right. We don't get a whole bunch of the settings because we are only in a setting a few times mm-hmm. and one of those times is very it's not a populated setting um in the eye of the world when elias elias and and perrin yeah perrin and Egwene, yeah um but the other time that we're in a setting where the aiel are there and varen is there i think that's the great hunt yes it's next to Kirin. yeah like that that still really stands out to me as just like a very like this is what a setting is I do agree, because to me, I think there's like a boundary to a setting, a very obvious boundary, Mm -hmm. even though it's described in the books that there's not, um, because I remember in that scene, they were just walking in the forest, and then all of a sudden it felt different. Um, So they didn't necessarily know where the boundary was, it was just there. Um, Suddenly they can't channel, and they feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would love to know more about how the studies were created or if they were, if they just exist or if they're part of the Ogier when they came to this planet or I don't know what it is. Wait, the Ogier are from outer space? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Matt. Are you serious? (laughs) Yes, they're aliens. They're the aliens of the Wheel of Time. You're shitting me, right? No, we're not. No. (laughs) What? Yeah. I'm so <laughs> confused. Basically... The Ogier are aliens? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and basically when they're talking about, you know, opening the books, is basically to go back to where they come yeah. from? Yeah. Yeah, the book of translation. Wait, no. Y'all are y'all are giving me... Y'all are shitting me. No, the no! book of translation is like a device that sends them all back to their peaceful home. What? No, they're looking for the song. Or was that the Aiel? No, no, it says the Tuathahan. That's the Tuathahan. Oh, oh, that's right, that's the Tuathahan. You aren't allowed to talk anymore. Okay, no, I'm- The Ogier are aliens, Matt. But- that's the title of the episode. The Ogier are aliens, Matt. <laughs> but it doesn't make any sense. Why Why would they- Why, why not? Because aliens are probably 
not carbon-based bipedal life forms resembling humans unless they like fuck the human or something. They don't look like human. Why not? Okay, so you're saying loyal is E.T. I'm saying loyal as an alien. I gotta look this up. I don't believe y'all are pulling my leg. Yes, this is coordinated. Oh, here. They are a race of non-human creatures about okay, that's too many words. Go down to if you're on the Watt fandom, uh-huh. go down to Origins at the very bottom. Uh-huh. I can I can read it to you. As events in the world march toward Tarmon Gaidens, the Ogier have convened a grand stump to consider what to do. Some have suggested opening the book of translation, which may be a terrible or other device that will bodily transport the Ogier race to another most peaceful peaceful world. This must happen, they say. So yeah, they come from another world. Wait, no, it doesn't say that... According to this new evidence, Yogir may then be originally from another planet or reality. Oh, wait, this is from the Wheel of Time Origins? No. Like from the new book? No. No, it's not from the new book. It's something oh. that has been known for a long time. Well, <laughs> I don't remember exactly what's, like, what led to it. It's not explicit in the books. Right, this is not vindicating you at all because the Ogier are aliens, but it is never specifically stated in the series. I just interpreted it as like they yeet themselves to another world, like Rand goes to the the other place in the Great Hunt with the big stones. Okay, but how would the Ogier know how to yeet themselves into another world if they didn't already come from another world? I mean, I don't know. It could like maybe it's a par- maybe it's one of the parallel worlds or something. There is that is a common theory that they come from one of the portal worlds, but the most widely accepted thing is that they are aliens. See, I am vindicated. Uh, this is a vindication of the rights of Matt. So, what rights of you were even affected by Yogi? I don't know. I was making a Mary Wollstonecraft reference that no one got because you're all illiterate. So sometimes I'm French, so I should be cultured, and sometimes I'm just illiterate. Okay. Yes. I just don't understand. Me? What are you not understanding? How you cannot know that? Because I didn't care about the Ogier in the in the books. They were boring, and they didn't do anything. And I loved Loyal, but he never appeared enough. I wanted a Loyal book. I actually agree that they could have done more, but... Uh... I... Hmm... I like that we got, like, an ambassador from their race. Yeah. Um, He's a good representative of his race. He's a good spokesperson for his people. Anyways. They yeah. got more s- screen time than uh, the sea folks, at least. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm even less interested in them. What? Oh, I love the Atha Anmir. I love them so much. See, I wouldn't be able to spell that if you had a gun to my head. A T H. A Atha on yeah A T H A apostrophe A N M I E R E yeah I think so something like that um anyway yeah the pocket the studying are like it's kind of a common theory that the studians are like little pockets of their home world and that's why they have the longing so hmm. yeah it's, it's interesting it's an interesting theory so back to the origin animated um. I like that we get some example of an gear growth. Uh, I'm hoping we'll get... Do you think we'll get to see one in season two? No. no. Maybe, but probably not. I don't even know if they're going to make... Because to do that, they're going to have to give Loyal a more more of a plot line. And I think he has very much secondary character energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which he's more of a... I mean, he is a secondary character in the books, but... He definitely has a more enhanced role in the show because he's going to be a main character. Um, 
But I think like since since there's this thing at least in the book that the ways are often like there's a lot of there's often a ways close to grove. Uh, yeah, the ways are on the edges of a grove. If they need to find a new like because there's definitely some some ways uh, in season two we've seen um, already. Uh, shit, how do you call the entrance of a ways? Gate, way gate, way gate. We there's like there's leaks of different way gate in different places of the world, including some in like a jungle type of place. Uh, so I'm like, maybe that could be a way to give a brief like vision of a grove slash vision of another of another ogier. But maybe they will skip that for time. I don't know. But I don't think it would be like completely. Sorry. It's not that I wasn't listening, it's that I was reading a quote from Maria um, about how the Ogier world is a parallel world. Mm. So I am vindicated. They're aliens still. Nope, I'm vindicated. In the same way that the Finn are aliens. The Finn are fairies. Anyway, moving on. We get to singing. We do get singing, and I thought it was cute that they made a little boat for the kid. Yeah. That was cute. I'm. I really kind of hope we see like Ogier wood, like sung wood in the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Matt, sung wood. Good job. Giggity. Um, I'm sorry. I'm a child. But no, it, like making the little boat tied it all together to the beginning when he's or well, he's on a boat in the show in the short. So <gasps> he was that little boy that was good. Oh wow, you are very observant, aren't you, Matthew? Look. It has been a long, long week, and it's only Wednesday. But I feel that. I mean, yeah, but you have the next two days off, so... I don't. I do, and as soon as we're done recording, I'm going to get wine. Um, I do, again, like how in the origin shorts they can show the scale of everything. Yes. Because even the Ogier here, like, there's the one... Like, we know the size of Ogier in the show. Um, They're big kitties. Or, well, in the books big kitties uh-huh. cats they're okay um we see an ogier walking across a tree trunk or a tree that's yeah. been like cut down and it's so cool this is huge well because it said that like the thousands of years they're from the age of legend so it's thousands of years old um what if it was the giant redwood forest that still feel very big but um even for seven years old tree yeah what else the oldest tree on earth uh the oldest tree on earth is methuselah yeah i forgot what species but it's pretty old it's a pine oh. i can't remember what kind of pine but it's a pine of course james is the plant gay they would know that it's almost five thousand years old damn more than breaking then how big it is is it i don't think it's huge i just think it's really fucking old yeah yeah it's it's a grove of trees um anyway I think. Yeah, but that that was a pretty image, like the mm-hmm. ogier walking on that trunk. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I agree. And also, they are not aliens; they are just they are fairies from a different dimension. Okay. Yeah. So you're just uh, uh, a broken disc, a broken CD, <laughs> a broken record. Yes, that's the uh, <laughs> thing I wanted to find. <laughs> I mean, you also have, like, so you also have the pando trees, which are, like, a colony of trees that are aspens. Oh, yeah, aspens are big. Well, and they're estimated to be about 19,000 years old. Damn. That's so cool. Um, 
because they're literally just clones of each other. Um, but yeah, so cool, cool plant facts. A random plant facts. The more you know. As a young Yogi, I had few prize positions, of which beyond my books, I had I have not many. Yeah, Ogier as book nerds, I love that. It's. Uh, I-, I mean, what else do they have to do? Reading. They live for hundreds yeah. of years and they don't leave home. Yeah, it's uh, and they don't even have internet. And they don't <laughs> even have the internet. And it doesn't seem like they have a lot of sex either. You know what? I think Ogier fuck hard. I think the forest quakes with their fucking. Do you think when they fuck, they uh, it it can be uh, understood as a tree singing and uh, and? <laughs> oh yeah, they accidentally like create penises out of the trees or something like dildos, wooden dildos. They tree sing their dildos. <laughs> Ew, splintery dildo does not sound fun. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Not no. an ogier no. dildo. It would be smooth. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but if you go at it too hard, it might break and splinter off. Mm. it's sung wood it's like it's unbreakable oh oh so when you say sung wood it's okay but when i laugh at it i didn't laugh at it i'm dying and these two are mocking me in my last moments we're not i i wish you would just get it over with i wish you would just keel over and get it over with that way we could record the rest of the episode in silence (laughs) rude well very rude very very rude i will say one thing that made me smile in this episode is um how he talked about the ogier masonry and how it is not a true thing or it is not the true thing because that's a very ogier way of speaking mm-hmm. um and i thought it was really poetic and lovely yeah you cannot bring stone to life i i like that sentence too it's uh um it's really uh yeah we can make pretty thing but that's we don't care but that trees are better <laughs> yeah i mean it's just it's it sounds a bunch of eps Yes, the ogres are hippie aliens. They are fairies, not aliens. What's your big deal with fairies? I don't know. I think fairies are cool. Fairies is just one monster among other. You just like things that steal children. Yes, that too. Uh, They don't steal. Okay, not all of them steal children. Thank you very much. Some of them eat the children. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Rude. I mean, I'm all on board with less children in the world. Sorry. I'm not a huge kid fan. James getting cancelled on Twitter. I mean, technically, we are way too many on Earth. So we're going to have at some point to reduce that a bit. We need to reduce that at a speed that doesn't also collapse society. But I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, we're at 8 billion now. Like, it passed yeah. 8 billion. I know. Um, It's too many. Too many. Yeah. No, it was a really good episode. Um, I wish it had done a little bit more, I guess, but it was a really good episode. It was really well written. It was very beautiful. I like the trees. I wish it had a little bit more of a purpose, maybe. Like, yeah. We get some fun background, but it's a bit hard to connect it to the episodes. Right. I think this one came out either for episode five or episode six. Yeah. And... uh... Yeah, like, sure, we get a little bit of loyal, but... Uh, it may- Maybe it felt a little early to introduce this concept. Maybe. Yeah, I agree. Because all of the other ones we see, like, the breaking of the world, it- it's fundamental, or like, fundamental mythology that is good to understand that lays a foundation for the story that's being told, whereas this feels supplemental and yeah. kind of 
is a little out of place. It's not that I don't love it. It's that it didn't mean as much to me just because it was a little supplemental. A bit like the Great Warder. Yeah, the Greatest Warder was, I mean, male fantasy. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Do you think we're going to see Loyal with some books? I think we already have seen Loyal with books. Did we? Oh. Mm -hmm. We've seen him in the library, but is it obvious that there's plenty of books in his pockets? I don't know. I'll have to rewatch it. But I purposely not rewatched it. I I just want to see at some point Loyal just, you know, looking into his pockets and uh, big and big pockets, tiny books. (laughs) Just a scene. I do think that would be, like, really amazing to have all of his pockets be just books. Books. Now, I do think it was interesting how they talked about how no Shadow Spawn will enter. um, Yeah. Because I feel like that might make a... Well, if they make Steadings a thing, then that will obviously play part in it, so... Yeah, honestly, that could be a reason why to to find the settings. If they are like being pursued by some shadow spawn, they could ask Loyal whether there's a setting nearby and and follow that. Yeah. To uh, to escape. No, it could be really really interesting how they do it, how they work a setting into the show. It might just be something that we see in the origins. So, and that's okay. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, the Ogier are aliens, so. Yes, they are. They are trolls, not aliens. Okay, um, Matt, read the outro. I want to be done with you. Okay, you're mean to me. I'm hated and ill-used. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Queers of Time podcast. If you liked our show, please give us a review on Apple Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Queers of Time and our Discord server. If you are able, we'd love to have your support through Patreon. We've got a lot of nice benefits there, and this helps us cover the costs of producing the podcasts. Thank you. What was that voice, though? I don't know. I think you just wanted to figure out how to not cough. So uh, Yes. I was trying to... That was a cute voice. To not cough. James may complain, but for me, it's going to be good. No, I wasn't complaining. I was just curious about like where it came from. Sounded like sounded like a complaint. Everything I say sounds like a complaint. Everything that is just the way my voice is. It's the way my face is. And every time, every time I talk, people think I'm angry, and that's that I hate them, and that's also just my voice. Yeah, we're just lovely individuals all around. Absolutely. I mean, Cat's lovely. At least Cat actually sounds like she. Yeah, I'm like Cat. Actually, sounds like she likes people. Yeah. So okay, we can all try and be more like Cat. Nah. <laughs> we should be. I don't want people to think I like them. When I don't. That's true. That's true. Thank you all for listening. This was Queers of Time, a Wheel of Time podcast. The music is Dance of the Witches by Julius H. 